Listen up, Maximilfs and Preda Clowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And we're back after another interruption um, because my body is failing me repeatedly. Miley Cyrus voice, they're trying to kill your girl. <laughs> but I'm back. You can't keep me down for too long you can keep me down for a week but you can't keep me down longer than that this is not a challenge to universe don't don't take it as that um yeah these are bold world words from a person who has had the season you've had yeah so but we watched uh two more episodes of beast wars we're closing in on the end of the first season here uh we've got we've got two episodes we've got spider's game and call of the wild which are episodes 18 and 19 for anyone who cares about that, because Nero doesn't. I lose track. Um, <laughs> so we, the first one is is a big Tarantulas episode, if you like him for some reason. Um, but the spider episode in general. It is yes. the spider's game. Black Arachne is also very involved here. Yes. Just the moments that stick out to me the most are tarantulas being gross. Um, we'll talk about it. But yeah, we should get started with, with said spider's game, which starts off with tarantulas pulling some bullshit, as usual. Yeah, now, if he has the ability to do this, why doesn't he just do this all the time? He, he basically takes down all the comms for both the Maximals and the Predacons. Maybe he just built this thing, and also it takes, like, a bunch of energon. Like, he shut down all of their surveillance technology. He did. He he, he hit them both with a blackout. Um, Megatron thinks that it is a maximal sneak attack. Uh, meanwhile, Optimus You'll Primal... You'll never believe what Optimus believes. <laughs> meanwhile, Optimus Primal is... I, I noted this. He, sa- well, he walks into the bridge and says, My strategic simulations get interrupted. He was playing video games. He was playing that XCOM. Man, that man is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't <laughs> notice, but we did. He was playing XCOM, and he's mad that he's, he has to restart the mission because the fucking power flickered. And he's complaining to it to Uncle Rhinox. But the reason Tarantula... He, Tarantula doesn't just do this for a laugh. Although that wouldn't be, like, super out of out character. Out of character for him, yeah. Um, he's specifically doing this because there's another stasis pod falling to Earth. And we get, we get a shot... Of the fucking ring of stasis pods uh, orbiting the planet currently. Just all of all of the Axelon stasis pods floating around up there. Yeah, it's uh it's kind of a Saturn situation. Earth has a baby ring now. It's it's a ring made of babies. Not to be confused with like ring technology to watch your baby. That's right. Um so Tarantulas is getting set to to head out to to get the stasis pod, but Black Arachnia finds him in his little fucking spider cave because Tarantulas, um, presumably because no one likes to be around him, Tarantulas has his own fucking lair separate from the dark side. 
Now, I will say, Black Arachnia, the next, like, five minutes of the show are real Black Arachnia girl boss moments because she manages to get through a lot of flirting and interaction with Tarantulas without vomiting once. Yeah, she is She is really putting on the fucking, the fucking seductress vibes in this episode for Tarantulas, and it's like, man... I can't think of a of a of a less desirable man than Tarantulas. Well, she apparently can. If you don't have eight legs, you're not as good, I guess. That's right. We learn. Yeah, we learned how how uh, the spiders feel about insects in this episode. Which means probably that Scorponok is still on the table. She needs better options. <laughs> She'll get them soon. Don't worry, folks. But man. She's, it's real, it's hard oh, out here. God. It's real she hard does, out here. She does actually get probably the best option, I will say. But, uh, yeah, Black Arachnia schmoozes her way into being like, hey, how about you take me along? I, you're, I see you're sneaking out behind Megatron's back to get the stasis pod. That's um, so hot of you. So sexy. Can I come with you? And Tarantius is like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> just keep telling me how cool I am. Tigatron. Yeah. Obviously, also so use the stasis pod because he's you know out doing his thing, um, but he can't contact the Axelon due to the whole cons being knocked offline thing, which so, I think like, happened listen, before. Yeah, what? Listen, what's a tiger to do? He investigates. He goes to look. He's like, well, I can't just let the Predacons get a freebie. Um. <laughs> now, first of all, oof, buddy, the backgrounds here are <laughs> rough. And by rough, I mean essentially non-existent. Yeah, we're back to, like, (laughs) early season one backgrounds where it's just fucking nothing. Waspinator, apparently, we're getting to Waspinator. Waspinator apparently likes to hang out in an endless green void. This is, like, one of the first places we, this is the first place we saw him in the first episode, actually. Yep. Um... It is, like, the exact same place. They have not improved it. There's one tree... And just the worst grass ever rendered. And that's it as far as the eye can see. There's like a ridge of mountains way in the distance. It's just nothing. Go girl, give us nothing. Um, but uh, he also sees uh, Tigatron on his own. And he's like, hey, I could kill that guy. He, al- he almost does. He almost does. Because Tigatron is too focused on getting to the stasis pot. He doesn't notice the fucking buzzing behind him. And he gets blown up. He fucks him uh, up luckily, pretty bad. Luckily, our first uh, couple is beginning to emerge here. Um, and Air Razor <laughs> saves the day. Yeah, she she gets rid of Waspinator. He is he is no longer in the rest of the episode. Um, and, you know, she's like, hey, Tigatron, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. None of my internal organs are damaged. Don't worry about it. Um, you just need to get to that stasis pod. He's like, he's like, oh, he's beat, by the way. Like, he's fucked up. He's fucked up. Like, there's almost something fleshy about his wounds, which we don't get very often. We, Um, so Air Razor leaves, and Tigatron, of course- To be fair, Waspinator did shoot him in the nuts. Yes, that would hurt. So yeah, Air Razor flies off, and- Tigatron, once she's out of your shot, Tigatron immediately goes begin internal repairs. Oh god. Oh god, oh fuck. Uh, I also want to say something about Air Razor's rescue of him, where, you know, she arrives, she confronts Waspinator. Waspinator is like, hey, I beat this guy half to death. Maybe I can do her too. He cannot. Um, 
she flicks missiles away with her wrist, like yeah, a flick of her wrist. She's she's a bad bitch like that. Uh, what's your question? She is. She's a bitch. She's a boss. She's a bitch. She's a boss, and she shines like gloss. Speaking um, of bitches and bosses, the spiders have gotten to the pod first. Um, there's a really uncomfortable uh, oh. uh, uh, shot here. I don't. I wonder, Nero, if you're thinking the same one I is am. It, is it the one where she like wraps, like black arachnia wraps her arms around tarantulas and is like, "Oh, hey, big boy," and he makes a weird chittering noise. Oh no, it's it's after that because like that is uncomfortable, but at least I know that's on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like Tarantulas is the guy who sucks and the fact that Black Arachnia is doing this is supposed to make us feel like he it the whole situation sucks. No. What I'm talking about is afterwards where they when they um finally do open. Oh right. So uh, they yeah, they open the pod. Um, and, but Tarantula's like, oh, fuck it. I, I hope I, I'm not too late. It already started the DNA scan. Um, and the reason he's upset about that is because he has another Black Widow in a cage that he brought with him. Surely this will work the second time. So, confirmed, w- last time when Megatron was like, you can't touch this one, keep your little spider pervert hands off of it confirmed that Tarantulas just wants to turn every protoform into another hot spider. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so, as as this uh, new Predacon, they are at least able to make it a Predacon as opposed to a Maximal. Yes. Um, as this new Predacon emerges, uh, he goes, It's Wednesday, my dude! Ah! Yeah, so first of all, he climbs out, and they're like, ew, it's a fucking ant. It's another fucking insect. Gross. Yeah, specifically Black Arachne is like, how uh, utterly disappointing or something. Yeah, then, uh, the- or how sad. Then this guy goes, the, oh, inv- spiders invading the colony! Inferno terrorized! And he starts fucking shooting at them. Um, he, he yells with his whole mouth, yes. which is bad to look at. Um- Inferno is quite he look he's got a lot of personality. Uh he likes to scream. Not to be confused, not to be confused with any other version of Inferno that has ever existed. No, you can never accuse most other infernos of having a lot of personality, uh, unfortunately. Sorry to all the Inferno heads out there, all like three of you presumably. Um but I mean there there are there are uh Red Inferno folk Sure, but we all know the, the 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 more interesting part of that pairing is Red Alert. Red Alert's the most interesting character in any room he's in. That's right. Um, that doesn't mean he's a good character, but he is the most interesting one. But Inferno is is just blasting, and Black Rabbit is is just like, "Hey, bro, I thought you fucking reprogrammed him. Did you fuck up and tarantulas?" Okay, well- this is what I. This is the uncomfortable moment I want to see because he blasts them and they're both in spider mode. And oh like, right, yeah, yeah, and like tarantula, like <laughs> Black Arachne is like fuck this guy as soon as as soon as he happens. Like I'm killing him and tarantula's literally like lays on top of her fully and it sucks, dude. Yeah, it's hot spider on spider action and you 
hate to see it. Be- and because he- he's stopping her because he's like, hey, don't fucking damage the pod. And she's like, the pod? What the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, anyway, he's like, shut up. You don't need to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tarantula says that Inferno's beast mode is like overriding his logic circuits. He literally thinks he's an ant. I mean, also- if the shoe fits. <laughs> yeah, like he-, he-, he is fully... Under the impression that not only is he an ant, the pod is his colony. He's going to defend the colony. Um, luckily, uh, a, a, a an opportunity for the Predacons arrives when Air Razor starts flying down. Um, she doesn't see the spider. She only sees Inferno. So she assumes, the, oh, the, the pod, you know, did its thing without any interference. And that's a new Maximal. I'm going to go say hello. Now, to be fair... Inferno does not, in fact, treat her any differently than he treated the actual Predacons. He was no. supposed to be on the same side as. Uh, by the way, Inferno can fly. Oh, yeah, he has a butt rocket. So we are back to um, a, a non-equal amount of flyers. We just got a new one to even the odds for the Maximals, but uh, nope, sorry. Got another one. He's got a butt rocket. He's got a real hot ass. Um... They're engaged in fighting. Black Arachnia gets knocked out momentarily. No, she's she's trying to support Inferno and in try in getting yeah. rid of Air Razor. She's she distracted. shoots. Yeah, she shoots Air Razor out of the sky to be like, That's hey, right. to be like, hey, we're cool. We love the colony. We're we're down with the colony. Right. She's like, hey, let me let me just talk. And like Inferno looks at her and goes, you're not from the colony. And Black Arachnia, possibly the funniest line of the episode goes, it's like, oh, I'm actually friends with some of the royals. <laughs> I know the queen. Yeah, it's like, okay, girl. Tarantulas, meanwhile, is like, fuck the, this. Okay, I have... I have a one-word note here for what happens from Tarantulas next, and that one word is vile. Yeah, so he decides he's not going to bother with this fucking crazy ant guy. Forget him. He's here for one reason. He wants the pod. Listen, he wants the pod. So... And if he needs to throw some butt juice to get it, he's going to do it. Yeah, he turns into spider mode, and he grunts and groans and moans and shoots it's a web. So- it's so drawn out. It sucks so bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it sucks so bad. Listen, he's 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 projected a lot of shit from his ass at this point. Like it's fine. Like he, it, it, we've seen many people caught in his sticky icky webs. Uh huh. He but really had to it, push this one out. This one was like he he like went through. It was like why they call it a restroom. He's fighting for his life uh-huh. in there. Like. Uh, it was awful. Vile. Vile. One word note. Vile. So he shoots a fat web and starts dragging the pot off. Um, I really like the bit where Inferno starts going through Energon Surge and he's like, oh god, what's happening? And Blackheart and he's like, bro, just transform. It's fine. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? Who are, what's going on? You're coming down. It's gonna be okay. Uh, but he eventually transforms just through instinct to chase down Inferno, who has stolen his colony. Yeah, as he notes it, it like, Black Arachnia also sees him, and she's like, motherfucker, what are you doing with that? Uh, and then he is pursued in turn by Black Arachnia. Um, this is where Tigatron arrives to find the, the wounded air razor. And he's like, hey, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. You just get back to base and tell Optimus what's up, okay? I'll I, I will grab 
I will uh, fight all of those Predacons and get the pod, no problem. And Ares are just like, I. that seems like it might be dangerous. Do you want help? And Tigerhorn's like, nah, I'll work alone. And she's like, okay. I guess. <laughs> so, like, I'm not going to tell you your business. Scorponok oh, is on watch. Actually, there is one line that I want want to talk about sure which is when tigatron enters the scene when he attacks he goes you won't be getting any secrets from that pod um and as uh black arachnia counterattacks, um she goes and you won't be getting any older stripes yes yeah, that's, that's that's a bit further down here after oh, when, is he, it? when he ambushes them because first oh, you're right. you're right sees, he destroys it scorponok sees tarantulas uh dragging the pot and he's like the fuck is what is that? What is he doing? Uh, so obviously he calls Megatron. He's like, "Hey, Tarantulas is up to some bullshit." Um, so yeah, this this is where like the the fucking domino of guys chasing each other hit runs into everybody's because Inferno catches up to Tarantulas, um, who I believe at this point has mentioned that he wants to build an escape ship out of the Stasis Pod. Yes, he's like talking. He to has himself. been very very explicit. In his mutterings to himself, at least. And he's like, this is how I'm going to get off this wretched planet. Yeah. Um, so Inferno attacks him, but Tarantula sticks him to the tree with a, with his uh, sticky icky webs. Um, and then this is where uh, Tigatron... Atta- no, no, no. First Scorpion actually was like, hey, Megatron wants that pod. And Tarantula's like, uh, no... I, I don't want him to have that pod. And then this is where Tagatron shows up and blows it up and says, nobody gets the pod. Surprise! Nobody, it's uh, the old King Solomon trick. I, I, and yeah, he says you won't get any secrets from that pod, assuming that the Predacons want it to, to get like intel out of it. But actually, Tarantulas just wants to turn it into a boat. Um, then, then yeah, Black Ragnia attacks him. And, like, uh, the edge says, you're not going to get any older stripes. But yeah. then Megatron shows up and Black Arachne and Tarantulas both go like, oh, we should, um, we should, we should go over here because technically we weren't supposed to be doing any of this shit and he'll be really mad at us. Oh, and he sure fucking is. Yeah. But, uh, Megatron notices Inferno. He's like, hey, that guy's got a lot of, like, rage and anger, and also he's really big. I like this guy. Um, and Inferno is, like, freaking out over the destruction of his colony. And he's like, who did it? Who destroyed the colony? And Megatron just points at Tigatron and goes, that guy. That guy did it. Oh, by the way, this point, Tigatron has gotten the shit shot out of him. Oh, this is, like, Tigatron's biggest L so far, this entire episode. It's, like... He gets fucked up. I don't know if he's gotten a single dub. It's... I mean, all of his dubs are really Air Razor's dubs. Yeah, he he needs assists with the dubs. But yeah, this one, he he gets the shit beaten out of him really badly. He is all fucked up. It's not one, good. One of the the eyes on the on his like tiger head on his chest looks like it's been like gouged out. Yeah, this is also what I meant. Maybe this is what I was thinking of, where some of them actually look like very fleshy. Yeah, right. Where it's like usually you don't see that with this show, even when they're in their beast mode. But his like he has wounds that are like pink. Yeah, and like flesh tone pink, not like energon pink. And Inferno's getting ready to to put the coup de gras on Tigatron here. 
but Gorilla Gorilla comes in to save the day and literally yeah. blows Inferno into pieces. He yeah. He's the fact fine. that he recovers from this, uh, he he actually is fine, and the fact that he recovers from this is just clownish. I there must be something about the insects. It's just I, I guess terror. You know, it's like um. Because yeah, who's been shot to pieces and, and recovered? It's Pterosaur. It's it's, it's really what? just been Pterosaur and Megatron. He got. No, I mean, they not to pieces. He got pretty fucked up when Pterosaur shot him off that cliff. He was in several pieces, not as. Oh, many you're right. Pieces. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I don't know if Wasmitter has been blown to smithereens yet, but that does I, happen frequently. I don't think yet. He's he certainly had limbs removed, but like that's fine. And now Inferno, who next episode is perfectly fine, although funnily enough, he does not say or do anything in the next episode. He's just there. Um, I mean, that at least I will excuse after the end where they're when Megatron's like, take him back. We can fix him. We can. It's fine. No, yeah. Um, they, they, yeah, because he's yeah, because after uh, Optimus and Ares are collect the the fucking dying Tigatron. Um. Yeah, it's like, uh, there's a little, little nice line where he tells Eraser, I owe you another one of my nine lives. Yeah. And everyone flies off. Um, Megatron, yeah, Megatron demands that everybody fucking collect all of the various pieces of Inferno so they can throw them all in the hot tub and, and that'll fix them. Um, Tarantulas is pretty, pretty peeved that his, his escape ship got blown up. Uh, and Black Arachnia is like, hey. You are clearly up to some shit, and I want to know what it is. And Tarantulas is just like, no, I will not. She does. Uh, she does figure out though that like he was he was trying to build an escape pod out of the out of the um, the stasis pod, and he also he also mentions he says that this planet is doomed. It's fine, don't worry about it. What does he need? Fucking, it's fucking, those YouTube thumbnails, does he know? What does he know? <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's the Riddler. He knows something, and he's not telling anybody else what the fuck he knows. Uh, but Black Rack is like, alright, Black Rack is literally like, fine, keep your secrets. Um, I like the bit where they, like, walk away, and then, uh, they, they mutter insults at each other, like, Black Rackney calls him a lunatic. And Tarantulas calls her a witch. You know, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing when you're someone's creator, but also you created them to be your girlfriend. But also they don't like you very much. Yeah, it's just like not a great sitch. Just, it's just weird all around. Yeah. And uh, we get our, the, the last little last little button we get on this episode is Tigatron getting out of the CR chamber and everyone's everyone is pretty worried about him. He's like, "Hey, man." Yeah, I wonder um, why. I know that you really love to like hang out in the wilds and like be our guy, our like distant scouting operative. But uh, this is like the fourth time you've almost fucking died, and we really don't want you to die. We like you. Eraser especially seems to really like you for some reason. And she's like, "No, shut up." <laughs> And, uh, and they they eventually get him to say like okay I'll I'll visit more often fine so stupid um, he he's just you know he's just a solitary soul and that sometimes that means getting repeatedly blown up by waspinator well listen his uh he was certainly uh 
his expertise was certainly required in the next episode. So, speaking of, it's time for the Call of the Wild. Yahoo! We start with another fucking Cheetor dream. With a what? A Cheetor dream. Oh, Cheetor dream. He's having another dream. (laughs) Yes. He's having another dream. This time it's about being a cheetah. It's not like any weird religious or prophetic thing. It's just, he's he's basically having like a dog dream. Like he's chasing a gazelle. Yeah. I will say some of the dreams here, particularly Dinobots, get like quite gnarly. Yeah, they they chomp on some guys. I was like, damn, Dinobots. Like that was a long extended sequence of a hadrosaur getting fucked. (laughs) Metaphorically. Metaphorically, yeah. Well, you know, with Dinobot, who knows? Since he bores people. <laughs> That's right. Um, but he's Cheetor has woken up from his little his little cat dream by a Predacon assault on the base, and it's it's go it's going badly um, for the base. Yes, there's a there's a lot going on, and not much of it is good for the Maximals. Number um, one, Sentinel is down. I don't know how that happened, but uh, it is. Um, number two, the Predacons keep blowing up their auto guns. Not ideal. Uh, everyone is, particularly Cheetor, who has just, like, been woken up as, like, days, and he's like, what's going on? What can I do? And, again, Dinobot, like, scruffs him, and he's like, try transforming and fighting, you idiot. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I love it. Okay, here's a fun fact about Dinobot. He has no dialogue in this episode. All... All of all of his quote unquote dialogue is Scott McNeil making dinosaur noises. No, he does say that. No, it's that's Rat Trap who says that. Oh, who says try transforming? Yeah, because yeah, Dynamot just picks him up. Rat Trap oh. is the one who goes try transforming, dipshit. Okay. Um, yeah, no, Dynamot doesn't say anything in this episode. Phenomenal. Um. So yeah, they, they Cheetor and Dynamite go out to deal with Tarantulas and Scorponok, who kind of seem to be the guys who draw the aggro, um, while Pterosaur and Waspader go on the roof to do some shenanigans. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> um... The, the, they, just, they just rip it. They grab a... They just sort of rip the roof off. <laughs> they grab a doohickey and start flying away. Optimus immediately flies uh, out of the roof to, to chase after them. Megatron shoots him down. Yes. Uh, Airazor catches him and then Pterosaur shoots her down. Um, and then the Predacons leave. They just leave. It's and then fine. they leave. And it's fine. Don't worry about it. Say so that Airazor, yeah. Optimus um, Optimus took a glancing blow and mostly hit his jetpack. Airazor is pretty fucked up. Um Yeah, she it, that was a bad hit she took. She has to go in the CR chamber, which will be important for later. Um now immediately problems happen because apparently that doohickey that the Predacons took is called a rectifier coil, which is the thing that uh, allows their base to be shielded from the energon levels outside. Yeah. So they can't they can't go into robot mode in the base anymore. Pretty much. It's really funny that like they almost definitely could have been killed in the attempt to get the rectifier. 
Yeah. But then, like, back at base, Megatron's like, yes, exactly as as planned. It's like, okay. And you, um, yeah, we, yeah, so he's like, he's, he, I love the bit where he's laughing evilly. And he, like, conjoles, he, he cajoles the others into laughing evilly. He's like, come on, laugh. Um, so yeah, this, this whole plan is basically to, like, keep the, 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 as we learn, apparently there's a, there's a, there's a thing in maximal programming where they have a, like, blocking chip to prevent their beast modes from having any influence over their, over their consciousness. And if you're stuck in beast mode for too long, that block, uh, goes the other way or something. Now, what about Tigatron, you ask? He's just built different. To which Beast Wars says, shut up. So, they they basically do, um, they basically do that thing from the second season of Game of Thrones, where the, the Bolton army just harasses Winterfell for, like, days on end and prevents anyone from getting any sleep. The Bernicots just keep attacking the base and then leaving without, like, actually attacking the base. Yeah, they're they're having a great time. They're having a great time, and and the, the the Maximals can't do anything because like, yeah, they could go out and fight them, but like, what if you know, it's not a full assault and they waste their precious robot mode time. Uh, and in addition, everyone is just miserable and not sleeping and on edge. Um, My favorite reaction, actually, to all of them getting this news is Rat Trap, who's like, I'm trapped in a rat's body. Yes, he is. He hates it. He fucking hates it. Fucking trans Rat Trap confirmed. <laughs> um, Optimus is having monkey dreams. He's, he's dreaming about swinging on some vines. You know how it is. Uh, um, again, extended expe- uh, sequence from Dinobot of Voring. A yep. whole hadrosaur. There's a bit where Rattrap and Optimus get mad at each other and start to fight, and like Optimus is like beating his chest like a gorilla, and Rattrap is like hissing at him. And I, I, I must look. I must impress upon you, listener, if you do not watch the episodes, they are not like using animal sound from a sound library. No, they put their voice actors to work, baby. All of the animal noises in this episode are provided by the voice actors. They had Gary Chalk in in the booth going ook ook. They had Scott McNeil both doing rat noises and dinosaur noises. But I don't work for free. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, It's quite an experience, especially when that becomes a majority of their characters on screen, like, sounds. Oh, yeah. right, which is right here. I, they, don't, I don't work. I slay. They uh, they go to sleep. The, the Predacons leave them alone enough to go to sleep, but that solidifies them going into full full beast mode. Um, I I really love Optimus, like just kind of kind of going out of the ship and exploring the jungle. Meanwhile, yeah, Dinobot is trying to fucking eat Rat Trap. I mean, good protein, probably. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. So everyone has more more animal dreams. Yeah, as we stated, Dinobot dreams about munching a fucking Parasaurolophus. By the way, Dinobot is supposed to be a Velociraptor, and even for Jurassic Park Velociraptors, he is gigantic in yeah, this the dream. Had, the Hadrosaur, which I would say is probably about three 
two to three times the size of a normal velociraptor um, that so he eats is uh, one third it. to one half the size of Dinobot yeah. in this dream. So hadrosaurs, if you if you are unfamiliar with dinosaurs, hadrosaurs were like they're the ducktails. Their thing was that they evolved to just be really fucking big. They were basically like the cows of the of the Cretaceous, um, where you know other 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 clads of dinosaurs evolved armor and horns, but they just like kind of got bulked. Um, there are hadrosaurs that are literally bigger than Tyrannosaurus Rex. Paranosaurus wasn't that big, but it was like it was a sizable animal. Velociraptor. Is like the size of a big dog. It is not a large animal. And even the Jurassic Park Velociraptors, as I mentioned, are roughly the size of a human. Yeah. Um, so this is a this is a freakishly large Velociraptor. Or a freakishly small hadrosaur. It could be a baby. E- yeah, either way, yeah, maybe it's it's a, like a insular dwarfism. He's on an island with fucking pygmy hadrosaurs or something. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, they're not like the largest dinosaurs around. They're, they're, I mean, they're they're about the same size as like a Triceratops or a Stegosaurus. Who were also fuggy. They're right, I mean, they are big they're, fellas. Right. They're big. They're, the point is that they're much larger than Velociraptors. Yes. That, that is the important part. Certainly. Yes. Certainly. Uh, yeah. The scale is not up to speed here. No. I mean, he. everything about Dinobot is fucked. He doesn't even have the, the dew claw. He doesn't even have the fucking sickle claw. So like, what's what the are we fucking point here? then? Um, but yeah, all, all all of the Maximals are going beast mode, and this is where we see Megatron's fucking plan. His plan was to make them all lose their shit so that he could hunt them through the woods, literally with a hunting party and an elephant gun and everything. It's so stupid. Anyway, Black Arachne is <laughs> on the war drums. Um. Everyone else is carrying, all, all of the other non-flyers are carrying fucking Megatron on a palanquin. Yes, uh, it's, uh, it's Scorponok and it's, uh... Tarantulas. Tarantulas, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um. It's, it's quite so, yeah, and he has a special gun. He's got a special hunting gun, just for this. It's, it's so... What a, I mean, listen, camp, right? Yeah, like, he, he lives happy for the drama. Month, everyone. He lives for the drama. Happy um, Pride Month, everyone. Um, hey, Air Razor wakes up. <laughs> yeah, Air Razor and Tigatron. So earlier, Rhinox mentioned that he called Tigatron because he wanted to get his advice on staying in beast mode for extended periods of time. Um, and I think we get an explanation of how Tigatron does that later. Presumably... He already identified the block and removed it. He, like, meditated. He did tiger meditation. Yeah, he just, um, he simply said no thank you. Uh, but yeah, Razor wakes up and she's like, what the fuck is going on out there? And Tigatron, I wrote, I wrote his dialogue down because it's, oh, please. He, it's oh, please. crazy. He, he, he goes, it's called a hunt. And then he transforms and he tells her, the night is wild and we have much to do. <laughs> There's so much okay like as a small cyborg um I've been playing Final Fantasy 15 and uh you know there's get they get a uh there's a message there which is the night is dark and full of demons mm-hmm. and between like playing that and this I was like how many people are plagiarizing Game of Thrones God 
But yeah, Tigatron is having a great time um, out here. Like this is his, this is fully his shit. He's like, oh, you want to hunt? Let's hunt. Let's go. Yeah. So Megatron is You're hunting in my Optimus. World, baby. Megatron is hunting Optimus personally. The other flyers are hunting everyone else. Um, and one by one, Tigatron kind of goes up to the other Maximals and like uses animal animal like instinct to to calm them down and get them to follow him. He just looks at him. That's that's basically what it means. He just looks at him. Yeah. Meanwhile, Air Razor's job is to get the doohickey back from the dark side. I mean, she's kind of proving herself to be basically the most competent person on this team, so... She can fly so fast, she creates a sonic boom. Just like Thundercracker. Just like Thundercracker never does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she she gets in there, she grabs the doohickey, meanwhile... Uh, Tigatron has gotten everyone to this cave. Although Dinobot and Rattrap get themselves into the cave, pretty much. I can I just say I love <clears throat> that Dinobot is like I don't care if I'm being shot at by uh, guns. I am going to kill this rat. I mean, he doesn't have higher thinking process at that point. Or maybe that's the old. Maybe that's the real Dinobot poking through there. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to kill Rattrap." Um, oh, by the way, I, I wrote down a line from Pterosaur that I found really funny. Because um, he and Waspmater are hunting, I think, Cheetor and Rhinox. And Waspmater's having, having a blast. And Pterosaur goes, I love hunting helpless prey from the sky with automatic weapons. Yeah. My favorite part about, like, Cheetor the and sport. Rhinox. <laughs> My favorite part about Cheetor and Rhinox coming to, like, Tigatron and, like, just following them. And they're like, Tigatron's like, hmm. Their, their animal minds don't understand why, but as long as they're following me, I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yep. Um, and so Tigatron Ty- gives everyone a speech about how like you got you got to kill the the maximal in your mind. You got you got to find harmony with your beast mode. Find um, the box that's gay and crush it. Okay. And everyone does. Everyone everyone removes the block. Which allows them to regain control of their bodies. And Tigatron goes like, hey, not only did you regain control, but also like you're better now. Because you can use your fucking animal instincts to fight. Alright, sure. Like, cool, glad it works that way. I, be- I believe it. Um, yeah, and, and they, they, just, they, they basically clean up, clean up shop. They just fucking... They- <laughs> Optimus has, has a line that's like very reminiscent of Chris Pratt stomping on Goombas. <laughs> Uh, where it's like, I think we're ready to slag some bot. No, that's that's no 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 that, yeah, that that's Tigatron who says slag You're right. some bot. You're right. It's Tigatron. Sorry, am I bad? Very like stomping on Goombas. Absolutely. Um, Optimus literally like takes Megatron off of his throne, which is very funny. Yes. Yeah. They they just they just fucking wrecked their shit. Uh. At one point, Rhinox rolls Rattrap like a bowling ball. <laughs> I mean, you do love to see it, is the thing. He doesn't fastball special him. He literally rolls him like a bowling ball. And it rules. Like, yes. that's the thing about it, is it rules. You have to understand. Uh, there's a bit where, like, Dinobot fucking stomps Black Arachne to the ground and, like, snarls in her face. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they, they just, uh, they just, they get fucking blasted. Air Razor brings the coil back, and Rhinox is like, ah... 
things can go back to normal. And Optimus is like, actually, things will be better than normal. And they all make the animal noises. Oh, incredible episode. Not as good as the first one, honestly. Just like a real fucking... Look, it's it, it it it's a fun time, and I love to hear all of our all of our lovely voice actors making fucking animal noises. I hope they got paid for that. Ab- abs, they absolutely got paid for that, and I I want to see the behind the scenes of the of the of the voice director going like, "Hey Gary, yeah, can you give us like a fucking uh, like some gorilla noises for about thirty minutes, just assorted gorilla noises, thanks." Yeah, Scott, I'm gonna need you to um do some dinosaur snarls but also some rat squeaks perfect thank you that's thank it you. we have thank it you, that's we all that's it. all we needed you for today <laughs> yeah um and, and for and as i said i just wanted to mention because inferno will have a lot of dialogue later he's like a major character and he's he's it's not yeah. remarked upon that he's like all better and he doesn't have any lines and he doesn't actually do anything <laughs> in this episode again it's fine He's just here. He's he's chilling. But yeah, it's time to get to some Questerinos. And I think we have one on Twitter from our usual suspect over there. Thanks, the Paladin. What is the best animal noise to make in the privacy of your own home? And what is the best animal noise to do with the boys? Well, the latter, the answer to the latter question is obviously a woo. You gotta howl with the boys. Um, actually, my answer is... It comes much easier for the first one, which is mimicking my cat's very tiny meow. You would think that with a cat the size of Fig, that he would be louder, but he very rarely speaks. And when he does, he goes. I assumed that he, whenever he meowed, he it would just be like, um, fucking a extremely deep voiced man going meow. So yeah, that's that's what I that's what I imagine. He's he's baby. He's a big old baby. Um, for me, I do like I do like some monkey noises from time to time. Those are fun. Me and Gary Chalk, we like making the monkey noises. I but guess yeah, that's with, oh yeah, to do with the boys. No, nah, that's to do in my uh, when when you. No, when no, no. Alive. But I, I'm saying for myself because you yeah. you did the boys first, but I didn't do the boys. Yeah. Um, what? Who? What? What's the what? What's the noise? What's the noise you do with the boys? That rhymed. Uh, what is? I mean, a woo is pretty good. Um, it's the classic. It's uh, uh, it's also the um, no. You know what it is? It's the revolver Osro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> oh, why didn't they make Troy Baker do that? Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh God, the remake's coming, baby. <laughs> so oh many people are going God. to get. So many people are going to get introduced to that moment for the first time. It's going to be beautiful. Like I presume they're just going to use the old audio track. Um. They better at least they, they shouldn't. They better not replace any of that voice acting. Yeah, I mean, for one, because it will. Like, I'm. I would. I would be okay with it. as someone who again. I j- just replaying. Um, just finishing playing, uh, RE4 remake, which obviously had had the original had very iconic lines. Not all sure. of it made it into the remake, and pretty iconic voice acting as well. The remake was great. So I, I think my main the main worry is. Who's going to voice act Snake? Well, because that has if, to be Hater. I don't think they would do that. Maybe they would. I don't know. That was that was a Kojima decision, I think. He wanted Kiefer. Um, he wanted to hang out with more famous men, his favorite pastime. 
I don't know, maybe, but I, I mean, think I, I do think it that that would have to be hater, or I mean, it would have to be a very compelling reason, and hopefully, we wouldn't get like a bayonetta situation again. <laughs> I would say they would probably just if if it is going to, it, it seems like it's going to be unlike the Resident Evil remakes, which are like straight up new games, pretty much. Um, it seems like the uh, the Metal Gear Solid. I... They they are they are they are re they are extreme reinterpretations of the source material. They have a lot of similarities, but they play very differently and they have very different ideas. Um, the on what first about. two and three, I agree with you. With I I don't know if you've had a chance to play four. I mean, I assume four is more is more uh accurate or, or like more four four feels very similar to the original four in my opinion. Well, that, well, that's because it's the more modern one, and right. that's why I think. Uh, the Snake Eater remake is going to be pretty much a one-for-one remake that just looks better. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. But yeah, you gotta yeah the the, the revolver ocelot yeah is yeah. pretty good to do with the boys. Yeah, that's my choice. As is just just like sitting around in a circle and quoting revolver ocelot lines is also just a good activity. It's the Russian twant. I love this feeling of of a bullet sliding into a well-oiled chamber. Jesus Christ. <laughs> six six shots, more than enough to kill anything that moves. Honestly, of gay descent. The, um, the most homosexual character ever created. Uh, I love God. you. Which, which is saying which is which is saying something in a game with Otacon. Um, oh yeah. Uh okay. Moving on to Discord questions. Yeah, take us um, through it. From Pilot Light Aurora, who where were Tarantulas and Black Arachnia on January sixth? They're now, in the spider cave. There's no video evidence that says otherwise, and you can't yeah, prove exactly. it. No, there's no way Tarantulas would allow himself be, to be photographed or something like that. He definitely, he is, he he definitely was in some group chats. He was definitely in some group chats, but he wasn't actually there. He also definitely tipped the FBI off on some of his friends. Because you know he's like that. Black Arachnia, I don't think, is about that. No, obviously, I, I'm I thinking actually, about yeah. I'm thinking about future character development, but like Black Arachnia is just built is just different than Tarantulas. Tarantulas is a little nasty man who has like eight different agendas, all benefiting him, going at once. Black Arachnia is just like not radicalized. No, well, like even even her like. Treachery against Megatron is like it's kind of half-hearted. She's like, "Yeah, I'll go along with whatever you're doing, Tarantulas," because I don't really like Megatron. I'm not gonna like do anything about it. Yeah, no, Black Arachnia genuinely wasn't there. She was watching and laughing. Scorponok um, was there. Scorponok was there. Scorponok and, and Terrasaur were—they were all there. Waspinator were... was the one with the sign. He was the one with the fucking. <laughs> he took the desk. Oh God! Um, what else? What else do we have from Pilot um, Aurora? And the second question from Pilot Aurora: Who's the best anthropomorphic ant? Um, so I have never seen the film Ants with a Z. I have seen a Bug's Life, and probably the Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus ant from that movie. I was but just going to say the main character ant, whose name I can't remember, but I can't remember any ant names. No, that guy. That guy's a total fucking loser. Um. <laughs> That guy sucks shit. Cool. Like all I'll say about the a bug's life is that there's a re- there's a reason there's a reason it's w- the forgotten part of Pixar's legacy. There's a reason no one talks about that movie anymore because it's not very good. 
It's it's simply it's simply kind of a weird movie. But Julia Louis Dreyfus is, is the ant queen in it. Do you ever watch the Ant Bully? No, that one I missed. I watched Ants and I watched A Bug's Life. I saw Ant Bully in theaters. I have I do not remember anything about it. I, it is gone <laughs> from my memory. Um, from EBDB Prime. Quick, pick a monkey, any monkey, do it. Oh God, uh, Winston. He's a good one, though I must say, not a monkey. That's you an know, ape. I mean, yes. Okay, if we're if we're if we're doing primates, monkey, I'm I'm primate. saying primates. Yes. Uh, the gibbons with the big inflatable pouches. I like those guys. Oh, I thought you're going to say big big gibbon skeleton. Oh. I do love. I also do love gibbon skeleton. Yeah. I love Gibbon Skeleton. But yeah, I love the Gibbons with the big inflatable pouches that go. Can we change Whoa. the the episode art just to be big Gibbon Skeleton <laughs> going? Yeah, I will. I will hopefully because remember. Because anyone to do who that. listens to this doesn't know what we're talking about. I, like, I'm not even sure how you would look this up. Probably just Gibbon Skeleton. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's possibly my favorite post on Tumblr ever. It's pretty fucking good. Um, from Short Scream Chet. Which non-Beast War Transformers would you put in a most dangerous game type scenario Scenario, who's running the hunt? So, one of them is definitely IDW Rodimus. It just feels like he would <laughs> okay. end up- It just feels like he, was, he would end up there. I don't know why. It just feels like he does. Um, who's I running mean, lo- the hunt? I mean, Lockdown is lockdown the obvious is de- choice. Yeah, lockdown is definitely the guy He's the He's the hunt. guy running it. Um... Who would you put in a most dangerous game type? Situation? I mean, Arachnid also does that shit. Yeah, but I feel like her she's different than like most dangerous game to me evokes like the classic, you know, the 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 elegance of the hunt type thing. Arachnid just wants to like kill you. No, she keeps trophies. That's true. But also, I always imagine like the the elephant gun going along with that and like the fucking stupid pants and all that. Yeah, I mean, lockdown is the obvious choice for running it, so that that's that's covered it. Um, in terms of who would be like hunted, I'm trying to think of like, I mean, I would put tailgate in actually. Oh my god, IDW tailgate. Well, I'm thinking about survivors. Yeah. Right, and like tailgate sure fucking survived. All the scavengers, I think, would be oh, fascinating. Fuck. I mean, they basically did that shit with the DJD anyway. Oh well, my god, Tarn runs it. I was gonna say actually Overlord might doesn't is it no, Overlord or Tarn who keeps the trophies? It's Tarn. Overlord it's, it is Tarn. Is okay. just like I guess he is kind of that kind of because he was doing that thing on the prison where he was like having fucking Autobot guards pit fight each other. Yeah. Um, I mean so listen, he's, he's, all the phase sixers are kind of fucked. Yeah, they're all kind of fucked, but Overlord <laughs> Overlord is like He's he's so much more brutal than than the he, more da- most dangerous game like yeah to me. he want he wants to be more hands on than Tarn than meanwhile loves to draw things out and he also Over- likes doing things from a distance because he's a little yes. bitch yes he's, little... He, he's got those twin fusion cannons for a reason meanwhile Overlord and, will just stomp you and kill yeah you. will literally just step on you tear you apart good night pipes. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> um, from Sobwitch, what's your Spider Sona Beast Wars edition? I, it's 
Listen, there's only so many spiders. I do not know enough about spiders to say anything different than that's already out there. I don't like, you know, I know they're not bugs, but I I am not, I I have lessened my my fear of, of the arachnid and insect kingdoms, but I still don't like looking at them generally. Um, I don't know that many different types of spider. I don't have a favorite spider. Um, I would like all of them to, to keep a respectful distance to me, from me. I think that would be mutually beneficial to both of us. <laughs> um, and also the hairy ones make me want to die. I, I hate think, them. I think we can skip this one from Daphnis. God, what is this? I, I just feel like Daphnis, we're going to skip it just because it's going to take t- a lot of time to listen to this and read it. Yes, I um, do want to listen to this, though. Yeah, we we might come back to this, but for this week, we're going to skip it. Um, Pilot Light Aurora again. Um, which Maximal could you most easily defeat in a most dangerous game scenario with you as the hunter? hunter? Uh, Cheetor. Here's what I think. Here's, here's my logic. Uh-huh. Optimus Primal would kill me. He's too strong. Mm-hmm. Dinobot's scary. He would also kill me. Rat Trap, he is, he is not as strong as the other two, but he is very tricky. Rhinox has chain guns and is also generally just, like, very smart. Cheetor is very fast, but he is also very easy to trick because he's stupid. Cheetor was what my like first instinct, but I do think it would actually be Rhinox, um, only because uh, Rhinox, um, either Rhinox or Ratcha, because these are um, animals with a long history of being hunted, and many devices have been created to hunt them. That's true. You can, there are many ways you can kill a, rhino, a rhinoceros from distance. I um, mean, cheetahs as well, but like not to the extent that like rhinos and rat traps are. I just don't want to fuck with rat trap. I, I, I don't want to fuck with rat trap. I feel like if you try to hunt rat trap, you will die worse than if you tried to fuck with Optimus or Dinobot. I mean, rat like, trap is will... like a beloved nature uh, neighbor to me. He's a New Yorker rat. Yeah, That's, you could. He, you can do I that. saw him earlier today walking to my car. <laughs> you can do that to him. He's yeah. He's he's yeah. he's 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 a he's a he's a community member. Uh, so yeah, you you put down Cheetor. I think I'm gonna do Rhinox just because again, not proud of it. But there are a lot of things about po- uh, that have been created for poaching rhinos specifically. Not even bothering thinking about Air Razor. That's uh, that's a peregrine falcon. I can't shoot that. Uh, listen, if it's flying, it's not happening. Nope. That that's a that's that game is over before it starts. Absolutely. Um, and also from Pilot Light Aurora, favorite short story you had to read for your language arts class? I didn't read a ton of them actually, but the one that oh. that I remember the most and that like made the biggest impression on me was definitely the yellow wallpaper. The two that immediately jumped into my head were. The short story version of Flowers for Algernon and The Monkey's Paw. Mm, interesting. Both of which are quite good. I think, I actually think Most Dangerous Game and Yellow Wallpaper may have been the only ones that we did <laughs> um, at my school. Uh, from Leggy Spiderbot, if the Beasties were Spider-Verse characters, what would be their spiders, what would their spider person gimmicks be? There, um, are, too, I, there are so many spider people. I mean, I feel like... I feel like Black Arachnia would just be like evil Jessica Drew. Hell yeah. 
Um, uh, I mean, like, I'm all, a lot of them would just be, like, their main gimmick as characters sort of supplanted onto onto a spider Sona, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Tarantulas would just be pervert. Spider pervert. Pervert, pervert Spider-Man. <laughs> he doesn't get to come to the, to the fucking spider spider-man universe he has to he has he's got a restraining order um yeah i don't know like brinox would be gentle spider-man i don't know um no it's just the oh beastie sorry i was thinking you were just specifically the spider (laughs) the the oh yeah all all of them yeah i can't really think of any that would like yeah it would would just be their their main thing transposed onto that the whole cast questions are generally hard to answer. One, because they take a lot of time to do so. Um, and two, because a lot of the times like that is the answer. It's just a cast, but in a different situation. Yeah. Um, now this next one, I have ideas for. Yeah. If the BCs went up against a bunch of quote-unquote hunter characters, Yuacha, Craven, etc., which hunter has the highest kill count? I want to see the Predator murder all of the Predacons. Yeah, <laughs> I do do think- it. I think it would have to be the Predator. Like, I think Craven would absolutely give it a go, because he, you know, he'd hear that there are a bunch of animals who are also robots, and he'd be like, holy shit, fuck yes. I love to hear that. So, yeah, I think I think the Predator, specifically, like, Predator 1 Predator, the most experienced one, like, he could, he could do some damage against either faction. Yeah. Um... I would assume Rat Trap try to trick out trick the predator uh do you think optimus would like that phil collins cadbury out of her i don't know this i don't know which one you're t- this might be an australian thing i don't know yeah Cass, if you want us to answer this one you can link it and uh we can take a look at it um again from pilot Let aurora last question from them uh which beast wars character could you trick cask of um to the auto style what do you offer them? I mean, the answer is Cheetor. Yeah, the answer is Cheetor, and I think I, uh, five seconds of entertainment. Yeah, just like a looping gif. Um, of like For the love of God, in, Rat Trap. Yes, for the like love of God. <laughs> just a looping gif of someone getting hit in the nuts. That, that's probably enough to do it. Um, no, you could for the also, love of God, Dinobot. Yes, for the love of God. <laughs> you could also do it to Scorponok with like a, bu- a fucking box of tools. You could do it to most of the Predacons without much difficulty, honestly. Yeah. Tarantulas and Black Arachnia are the only ones who probably wouldn't. Do I mean, Waspinator, it's like you could put a pinup of a, a <laughs> like, a, a bumblebee in there. Yes. <laughs> like, moron. Um, it's, like, it's, it's like bringing it back to the fucking uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. It's like when you throw the porno mags and the, and the guards like do right. that little chicken wiggle and just look at it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, from Nero from Disney Minus, um, considering Waspinator was about to kill Tigatron if Air Razor hadn't come in at the last second, would Waspinator actually be the deadliest fighter if not for the curse that the universe placed on him? I mean, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. He is secretly the most powerful Predacon. It's just that he is, like, he's... God's favorite punching bag. Yeah, he's the universe's jester. Um. Yeah, like, he, he could do anything. I mean, we see, like, there are moments where he's like his offensive capabilities in particular are like very high it just he's the saddest character on god's green earth um and then also from finally from 
uh oh well a couple more uh from nero from disney minus uh oh no the maximals can't stay in robot form for too long even in their base how could everyone everyone <laughs> how could anyone ever survive being mostly in beast Force? slides tigatron under <laughs> under the rug like, like i said tigatron is built different he 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 meditated under the moon he was he, like wait a minute he simply said no thank you and that's all you have yeah. to do simply He's say like, no I, thank you i actually love being a tiger but i also like having my my consciousness intact so you know any roads would you fall on nature-based religion led by tigatron or any other transformer why or why not no because that Tiga- doesn't really appeal to me spiritually <laughs> not yeah not really also tigatron look, he's got some concerning rhetoric around nature sometimes we've discussed this in the past i mean being jewish like my religion is also my culture those two are inextricably entwined so i'm not sure that there's too much that appeals to me about tigatron's weird eco-fascist yeah cult. but also also that and also <clears throat> like i just don't connect spiritually with nature i love nature no, 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 and no. i think it needs to be defended and i'm a climate <laughs> climate justice activist but like I don't feel that way about it. I am. I am. I. I. I'm the same. I feel all the same way. I am also a city slicker. I. I, mean, I yeah. do like. I do like my constructed environments. I am not like Tigatron. I do not just want to hang out in the woods all day. Oh yeah, no. I would. <clears throat> I can if I <laughs> if I'm not overstimulated at all times. I'm understimulated. My ADHD would simply not allow me to exist in the woods for too long. It's absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would die or go insane. Well, or both. That's, that's it from us for this week. Um, that's right. We're so fucking back. We're so back. Don't. <laughs> we I, say- am, I am a SpongeBob with the ice cream truck right now. <laughs> um, even Prime Cuts, you can find us on uh, Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. We're on the Noise Space Network with a bunch of other good podcasts. Give them a listen. I'm Audrey. You can find me personally at Optimum on Prime at, on Tumblr, Twitter, and uh, co-host. Maybe I'll get a blue sky. Who knows? Everything's on fire all the time, all the time. Uh, you can also listen to the other podcast I do called Pot of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, we are at the beginning of season two, uh, 5Ds. It's good um and i've been cast on a radio drama don't have more information uh about that right now uh i do have um i am inching ever really closer to the uh foodie new york foodie experience podcast that i am starting on moonshot though um and that uh that i will have more information on soon for real um i'm also doing a bunch of stuff moonshot just had their Moon Carnival, we raised over $7,000 for Trans Lifeline. Um, and uh, there's a bunch of like incentives and rewards for donating that I'm going to be a part of um, that I'm really excited to talk about. But I'll, I'll talk about those a bit more as we get closer to them. And I'm Nero. You can find me on Twitter at DragonSmoocher. Find me on co-host at DragonSnuggler. And find my various other projects in various other places, such as Radio Free Heidelin, the Final Fantasy XIV companion podcast I do with my friend Jane, at Heidelin Radio on Twitter, at Ready for Heidelin on co-host, about to wrap up A Realm Reborn's uh, post-patch content this this month, and move on to critically acclaimed expansion Heavensward. Also with Jane, I have Talk Cycles, a monthly uh, animation podcast that doesn't have its own socials yet. Looking like this month is gonna be 
uh, Gravity Falls season two. That's just that's just how the numbers are looking right now, though. Anything can happen. It's a good season, Brent. <clears throat> it is a good. I bet. I I think that I will like that season more than I that I like the first one because there's like a lot more going on in it. And that's it for me. So until next time, listeners, I am going to uh, transform, go to sleep, and have primal dreams. I'm going to take a walk uh, on this vast, unrendered, green, flat surface with no background. Transform and roll out. Beast. Beast. Beast.